So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm one of your co-hosts, Becca Kufrin. And I am your guest co-host for the day, Serena Pitt. Yay! It's so good (laughs) to see your face again. So good to have you back on Happy Hour. It's always a pleasure when you're around. But we are so excited to be back with you this week to talk all about how life has been after paradise for the two cute lovebirds, Michael and Danielle. I am so excited that they are guests today. We have so many questions for them after the reunion, and I just can't wait to hear how they're doing life beyond paradise, you know, those trips to the grocery store, date night at the restaurant, all the little things that all the couples look forward to once the season ends. Mm -hmm. Just being able to walk down the street holding hands in public, and no one understands it better than you. Obviously, you and Joe lived this last year. You are now happily married, which I'm so I think this is the first time I've seen you since you've like officially tied the knot. Yeah, I think it is. That's crazy. We had Joe on a couple of weeks ago to give his side of things. But how have you been? How's married life treating you anything new or different? 
I've been good. I feel like everything in my life feels the same. You know, everyone, someone said to me, I think it was Chelsea the other day, was like, it's like on your birthday. And everyone's like, do you feel different because you're a whole year older? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I feel the same. Our relationship feels the same. But it definitely was very spontaneous and exciting. And I'm definitely still getting used to calling him my husband. Mm -hmm. That still feels and sounds so weird to me. But yeah, it's been it's been good. And we're still busy wedding planning, which Becca, I'm sure you can relate to the stresses of that. Oh my God. Do I ever? Well, you and I had a separate little text thread happening a few weeks ago when we were talking about wedding planning. It is crazy. And I'm I'm sure some women and men, I'm sure just some couples in general, love wedding planning. Mm -hmm. I, for one, find it just so stressful, so anxiety ridden. I mean, like you and Joe did it right. Honestly, going to the courthouse and just having to be the two of you in this like very intimate private ceremony, like very secret, I think was so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no regrets on the way we did it. Um, I mean, we're still obviously having the wedding, but mm-hmm. it definitely takes some of I don't want to say the pressure off because it wasn't like the pressure of planning a wedding is like the actual marriage component. But it's just like, all right, check. We're mm-hmm. married. And now we can just deal with like the fun of celebrating that with our family and friends. But right. like, I feel like it's one of those things like you just don't know until you get into wedding planning, like how many components there are. It's just a lot. It's, it's both fun, but also very overwhelming and stressful at the same time. so overwhelming. You're only going to do it once. So we're trying to enjoy it. I know. Hopefully. That's what I keep telling myself. It's like, it's going to be one and done. Yeah. Um, one more thing. I know we have to bring Michael and Danielle on very soon. One more thing I wanted to ask you though. Have you started wedding dress shopping? Actually, I got my wedding dress. (gasps) You did? Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh. I got it. From a shop in New York? No. So I went home for a few days to Toronto. Um, after we spent U.S. Thanksgiving with Joe's film in Chicago. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to do shopping with, like, my mom, my sister. My dad wanted to, like, come by and see a few, like, some friends when I was home. Mm-hmm. And the first store I went into, because our wedding is early September, they were mm-hmm. like, you need to get your dress. Like, you need to get your dress. I'm sorry, but, like, it takes six to eight months to order a dress plus, like, two months for alterations is, like, the right. realistic timeline. So it kind of worked out because I already had two appointments booked. I'm pretty, like, decisive and was, like, I went to one, I went to the next, and I got my dress at the second one, and I'm obsessed with it. And oh I'm very gosh. relieved that that decision's done. So, yeah. Oh, look at you. Okay, well, yeah. I definitely want to get more details. I, I don't want to share everything and, like, yes. put it on blast We'll here, jump in our wedding but, planning chat later. Yes. Okay, definitely. Sounds good. Um, well, I love just chatting with you, but, of course, we do have our guests of the hour, Michael and Danielle. So I think it's just time to bring them on. Everyone, please welcome them to Bachelor Happy Hour. Well, welcome to Happy Hour, you two. It's so good to see you Yay! side by side, finally. Nice to see you guys, too. Michael, so it, was, it was a short time ago that we had just you on Happy Hour, and I knew I had a feeling. I didn't know any spoilers, but I was like, I think we're going to see him back very soon. And so, Danielle, <laughs> welcome. I think this is your first time on Happy Hour, correct? Yeah, my first time on Happy Hour. This is our first chance to actually get to talk. I know. I mean, I got to meet, meet Serena at, well, FaceTime. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and we met at the, 
And yeah, Joe yeah. is at Wells' wedding with both of you. He's in that yeah. photo where you two are next to each other. I, like, zoom <laughs> in on Joe, and it's, photo. like, Danielle, Michael, and, like, Joe's head in between them. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so that's so funny, Serena. Real quick, uh, they had a photo booth at Wells' wedding. And since you were sick and you didn't actually go, Joe yeah. took a bunch of, like, photos in the photo booth by himself. And I actually oh, have, really? I, I actually picked one up and I have one in my bedroom. Not, oh like, my on my nightstand, <laughs> like, with a bunch of other Polaroids. He has it framed next to the bed. That is yeah, so good. Every time I come over, I'm like, God, I just, like, who's the real person in your life? It's Joe. Yeah, it's right. Joe. You know, all these people and it's, like... Joe. Oh so my gosh. I saw I mean I saw the the pictures from Wells and Sarah's wedding and so you both had obviously at that point already filmed Paradise. Mm-hmm. You were together. You weren't technically supposed to be seen but like you're not going to say no to your friend's wedding, right? So but you weren't right. each other's plus months, correct? Like you went No, he was. Uh Wells okay. Wells texted me and he goes, "So Danny, do you want a plus one?" And I'm like, "Dude, you know who I'm going to bring." Uh huh. He's like, yeah. And I was like, is that okay? Like, are you going to have a ton of press there? What's the deal? He's like, no, 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 no press, no cell phones. You just have to like, we're just bringing the photos to like Vogue and like, they're the only ones that are going to post it. You guys just won't be in Vogue. anything. Just, just Vogue. Yeah. No big deal. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I want to bring Michael to your wedding. I and then if anyone's that. calling you being like, what are you guys doing? It's like, talk to Wells. He told us we could do this. He told yeah. us it was okay. <laughs> He's the you know, rule the, breaker. Yeah. I mean, we we obviously were so excited to finally be in public and everything, especially at that venue. It was the most beautiful wedding mm-hmm. I've ever really? seen. And just it just felt really, really warm. And to see Danny in her element, I got to meet tons of her friends that weekend. She hangs out with just this extraordinary group of people. I always talk about this. <laughs> um, and it was just a great weekend. And I guess if if your relationship's going to be spoiled, it's, it's glad it's in vogue. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, I, I was actually just I was like, oh, damn, like I wish Thomas and I would have been able to go to some of his friends weddings last summer. So you guys definitely lucked out. It looked like the wedding to be at, like when you say it was beautiful. I know that that winery. It's absolutely stunning. Um, OK, well, so. God, we have so many questions. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> Let's just take it back to last week, because that was obviously Thanksgiving. It was the first holiday that you could really spend did you spend it together we did yeah i went up to ohio and spent it with michael and james and his family and um got to meet his sister for the first time i'm obsessed with her we already are laughing about michael behind his back it's great um (laughs) let it begin (laughs) so how does that because i know with joe and i we don't have family in the same place similar to you guys i'm from toronto he's from chicago so how are you guys kind of navigating that like long distance families in different cities thing for both Thanksgiving. And then we have Christmas coming up. Yeah. Um, it's it. I mean, it's a, it's a work in progress that yeah. I mean, we just, we were talking about how are we going to handle uh, Christmas? And the first thing was let's get through Thanksgiving. Um, I love, you know, getting to be around family around those times. And it's difficult traveling with, uh, you know, James and everything. And Danny's uh, parents have a beautiful home in the North Woods of Wisconsin. And it's an 11 hour drive. 
So essentially Ooh, what's happening James for Christmas. Jason would be, <laughs> be Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, do you guys want to do that? No, I'm good. Thanks. I never want to do I'll that. I'll be on at my home own. with James. Yeah, all right. I'll leave him with you. Um, and so, you know, I'll uh, we're gonna have Christmas at uh, my place uh, my, with my parents and family, and then I think what two days later we're gonna drive up to Wisconsin. Yeah. So like the like 28th, 29th, something like that. We're going to do that um, with my family. We're going to go to Chicago for New Year's Eve. And Ooh. Ooh, maybe we'll see you guys there. We might be there, too. Oh, yeah. We're, well, we're going to be in Chicago for um, for Christmas and potentially through Thanksgiving. So so definitely message us. Through oh, New that'd years. be amazing. Or sorry, yeah, through New Year's. I was like, that's going to be a long time in Chicago. Like, Just much. Wait, we're I moving thought... back. <laughs> You're going backwards? Time machines? Yeah. I was like, I thought Canada just had their Thanksgiving, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, and I, I, will, I will say this, too. Um, this was like a really emotional holiday for both Danny and I. It's been forever since we've actually had someone to sit next to. And we, you know, after everything's that's happened to us um you know you constantly kind of feel like a not a third wheel but you have a piece that's actually missing and it was really fulfilling and felt extremely warm for thanksgiving this year to be able to celebrate it with her and just everything that we have been through um not just in our past but on the show and kind of growing as a couple outside of you know the limelight and all of that, uh, my family adores her, um, which I knew I knew they would. Um, and that's one of the reasons why <laughs> it's working out, you know. <laughs> I love that's always you. a bonus. I oh. love you, too. OK, OK, we need to talk about this. So it's been a few <laughs> weeks now since the Paradise finale has aired. Um, I want to know, first of all, has the dust like kind of finally settled for you both? Uh, yeah, it's been really nice. Now we're just kind of like, okay, let's focus on getting moved and like the next step and just really enjoying each other, being able to share that joy with like patients that come in and see me and they're like, God, you look so happy. I'm like, I've been happy, but now I can finally talk about it. Uh You know? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Finally say his name to your friends and be like, hey, this is my boyfriend. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And it it feels like it's been a while since I've had, I don't, I don't know, like this optimistic view of the future, like things are yeah. settling in. Like I know who I'm want to spend, you know, my life with and begin building again versus, versus it was always, you know, something looming or hanging in the future, whether or not it was, you know, paradise or, you know, being on KDCs. And I think a lot of people don't recognize, uh, you know, how much being on this show puts your life on hold. And when I was, you know, I'm 38, you know, time's ticking. And that was, that was really difficult, especially when you're so focused on progress and, and trying to figure everything out. But I'm so glad I went down this path. It's just like this road less traveled. And it led to something just so beautiful. That makes me so happy. That was so great. I mean it. I mean it. It, it, It's been no easy road for for anybody. There's so much that goes into it. And by no means are we victims. Like we're very lucky to be a part of this experience. 
but it does take its toll and it's it feels good that it wasn't all for nothing. Yeah, I remember watching our Paradise finale because um, we didn't have a reunion. So it ended with like the engagements and whatnot um, and just feeling like a weight lift off my shoulders. Like it was a sense yeah. of relief that I've never experienced before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know for for Joe and I, and you guys are in a similar situation. Joe had been on the show a few years back. He'd done, you know, Becca's season of The Bachelorette. Um, for one and- <laughs> night. That doesn't even count. I had to look up and see who whose season he was on the other day. Yeah. I was like. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I we actually did curb. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he did. He did. <laughs> Bachelorette-ish and then Paradise and then came back to Paradise. So when we left, he was kind of familiar with navigating what that was like. Um, Has that kind of helped you guys? Like, Michael, have you kind of leaned on Danny in that way of like, how does this work? Like, how should we handle this? Or is it just kind of felt like new territory for both of you together? I mean, for me, I guess if I'm comparing it to when I got off Katie's season, you know, you go from nobody ever having an opinion about you outside of your immediate friends and family to this tidal wave of public opinion. And you're not really sure how to handle it. Like you become glued to your phone, you're checking things. What do people Mm -hmm. think about me? This time around, I didn't focus on any of that. Um, I think it may be because I was happy. You know, like I, I knew I had somebody at the end of this and I was kind of more focused in the moment than really trying to figure out what's, what strangers opinion of me or us were. And it was, it's great to have somebody that you can lean on. Mm-hmm. For sure. The social media escape has changed a lot since I was on the show. So mm-hmm. It's gotten a little meaner, a little wilder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a scary no one holds back. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what has been your favorite thing, big or small, that you've been able to do together since everything has aired and now that you are finally public? Like, I, Serena and I have talked about this, but, like, one of my favorite things was just going grocery shopping with Thomas. Yes. That's what I was like, going to say. So oh little, but so special. So special, you know. We put and, and also the... so necessary too. So and necessary. It's like, you need to go grocery shopping to live. Well, like, yes, we, yeah. we, we we love we love cooking, yeah. and mm-hmm. we forget something, and it would be like, okay, who's putting the wig on, or who's staying in the car, mm-hmm. or who's staying yeah. back, and it's like we just need to grab something real quick. Yeah, just one thing. Yeah, I remember the first time we actually did that. Like, I've I forgotten something for pumpkin pie or whatever and we've got like james wanted to be in that like um one of those like car grocery carts carts, and we're like yeah "Yeah." and we're going through and i'm just like (laughs) oh my god we're we're in public like we're doing this together right now this is Mm -hmm. this is amazing Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys like do it together, or were you like on one side of the grocery store and like if you'd pass, you give a little wave? Did you split up at all? I mean, no, no I, it's pretty much all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah we did it together. So it's been real exciting. Let me tell you, grocery trip. <laughs> <laughs> we lived that thrilling life in the Midwest. You know? <laughs> we went to movies and dinner, and I mean, oh, Wells's wedding was obviously a highlight. What's amazing too is, um, uh, you know, I, I went down to Nashville. We did sneak out to a, a concert one time, uh-huh. and <laughs> you know, it was just a really 
I don't know. It's really cool. But at the same time, it's been really fun not being like focused on events or doing things like I'm, mm-hmm. we're both kind of homebodies at heart. Mm-hmm. And it's been cool just staying in and not being tempted to go out so we can kind of focus on ourselves too. Right. Yeah. I was talking to Caitlin about this a little bit. She's like, you're going to miss this like little bubble that you're in. And I texted her after the reunion. I was like, yeah, I missed the bubble. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I feel like though the window that you miss the bubble is just when all this like spotlight essentially is on you yeah. and it's yeah. very overwhelming. And then as that fizzles, like, I've never missed the bubble, but I yeah, also, I, I used to, I used to lay on Joe's couch and be like, I'm in my own personal quarantine. This is the worst thing ever. <laughs> like I just want right. to go out. I would be like stuck in Chicago in his apartment for like 10 days. Uh, but there is something special about having just like that privacy that you'll never have again, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's such a unique experience. <laughs> and what I've enjoyed the most out of all of it is just the relationship that James and Danielle have been able to, you know, have by staying in, you know, Mm -hmm. doing crafts and like, you know, watching movies and decorating cookies. Like (laughs) it's, it's really the mundane activities that we're really kind of enjoying the most. It's the Mm -hmm. simple times that I don't know, that are the the most valuable uh, Mm -hmm. to us and like the memories that I just cherish. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. How was the first interaction, Danielle, that you had when you met James? Like, and and Michael, did you have to kind of like ease him into this and like prep him? Like, okay, I have a new girl in my life. You're going to meet her soon. Like, how was that full transition and then that initial meeting? Yeah. So do you remember the date, Danielle? Yeah, it was like the 15th or like the 17th or something like that of July. We had only been home for like two weeks or something like that. And he's like, no, we're going to, we're going to meet somewhere. Like I miss you. Like my bring James. So like we found this Airbnb in the middle of like nowhere, Kentucky. And cause it was like halfway between us for like driving. Mm-hmm. And like, I pull up and I text him. I'm like, I'm here. And like two seconds later, I look over and there's like this like face, like Aww. pushed up against my car. And I was like, Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah. was ready. He, well, you so know, nervous, it's, it, it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, normally I would never introduce my son to somebody that early. Um, you know, I described, you know, Danielle at the time as, you know, a friend. And I mean, I think he's used to being around adults. He's an only child. You know, I have friends over. He doesn't, you know, draw those lines. A lot of times, you know, my worries are things that I'm kind of projecting onto him. They're not things that I don't think he really feels and experiences himself, um, which is like if he were to get so connected with Danielle so early, especially after being off the beach in two weeks, like what if it doesn't work? Like, will that have mm-hmm. lasting effects? You know, I don't I want to mitigate that. Um, but I think, you know, looking back, obviously it was a it was a great decision. It was an awesome, awesome weekend. And you could tell him about a dinner that he made for you oh my god no it was so sweet like I came 
like I I got up there like much <laughs> later and Michael had this like whole meal prepared. He's got like steaks on the grill and we sit down and and James sits down right next to me. He's looking at me. I'm like, uh-huh, hi. <laughs> and he's like, how's the chimichurri? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, it's delicious. He's like, I helped. Oh, and he like yeah. tore off all the leaves and everything like that. Oh my and, god! Uh, what a yeah. what a foodie so son you have! I didn't know what chimichurri so... was till like five years ago. <laughs> like the fact the fact that he knows that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been a, yeah. That's that's been very a sweet. really special relationship. I've been like really thinking about a lot lately, and it's like I had to let down. Michael and I talk about all the guards that we really had to let down with regards to each other and letting. Um, like someone new into our lives. Mm-hmm. I had to let two people into my life. And thinking back on that, like I didn't realize how guarded I was in meeting James and like letting myself love like a child, like in this situation too. And it's just, it's been a really unique situation. I'm getting kind of emotional thinking about it. Um, but just kind of opening up, you know, my heart in that aspect too. And mm-hmm. I love that kid. He's amazing. Oh, how old is he now? Uh, six. Six. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel like because you were in that bubble after paradise and you couldn't be in public, especially with James for months, do you think that that helped strengthen all of your relationships? I know, Michael, you said like when you guys were in hiding, like you just, you just had to be home. Like you were homebodies. You had to like create things to do together in that space. But do you think that privacy really helped build your relationship faster, strong and stronger? It's going to make or break it for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it would have been strong either way. Cause it's a priority for us. I don't mm-hmm. think necessarily us having to stay home, you know, was the reason why things got strong. Um, I think it's because who Danielle is, you know, who I am, the fact we put each other first, um, you know, and also, you know, James is the center of my life. Um, and so I think, I think it would have happened either way. Uh, I, I also think that we made the best use of our time. Uh, it's like with mm-hmm. all situations, you can sit there and complain about what you don't have. Um, but then you miss what's right in front of you and the opportunity that you know, we made to be able to make our relationship even stronger. Mm-hmm. Was there any part of you that was worried that James would go back to school or to his friends and be like, oh, my dad has a girlfriend. Her name's Danielle. Did, I did think you this have to was like, like the, I asked them this at the, um, the ABC event. I was like, did, is James going around school being like this blonde woman that you're all watching on TV is at my house yeah. all the time. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I was I was worried about that. And of course, if I told him not to say anything, then alarms are going off and then he's going to say something. So I I was just keeping my fingers crossed. And also, I think there was one time, you know, Danielle, we went to go pick up James together. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, put your sunglasses on, put a hat on, somebody put your wig on. (laughs) There's a lot of like soccer moms around here. Oh, yeah. You know, Let's not, let's not get they the PTA on this. They are hungry. They're hungry. You got people like slowly <laughs> driving past your car. Helicopter <laughs> moms from above. <laughs> did did yeah. James ever get a wig? Like when you guys would go grocery shopping, did he have a wig too? No, he never. We never really were out in public 
together with him. We went on like a hike once, but okay, you know, we're yeah, that would have been a good idea. Oh, yeah. that would have been so fun. Now you know what to that get him for so a Christmas fun. gift. He can fit right in with you. Should we put Should we put him in like the short blonde mullet wig? I think we have to. I mean, <laughs> I it's got to be a mullet wig, right? I mean, if I you actually, don't, now I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I think we need to have James try on all of the wigs. Yes. Yes. Do like a fashion show. See what fits yes. his features the best. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Thanks to him. <laughs> to be inspired for future haircuts. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going to be like, Dad, I want to grow my hair out and get a perm. <laughs> yeah. Y- I you love know a man what? I, I think me being on this show has created enough opportunities for him to be embarrassed the rest of his life. I don't think we need to add to any more of this. <laughs> like, this he, is, I thought you were supposed have to embarrass your kids. <laughs> Wait, you didn't you even say? have any embarrassing moments. You guys were so good. There was like never. Yeah, I mean, I guess time will tell. You never know how things age, you know? I mean, I'm sure like the moments, Fair. like if he ever sees you kissing, he's going to be like, ew. but we always we always tried to keep it's it's interesting because we always tried to keep like the intimate moments and the romantic moments like pg Mm -hmm. because (laughs) of that exact reason so we never went a little bit too hot and heavy we're like all right like i'm so attracted to you like yes yes (laughs) yes james is watching so back away (laughs) yeah like for you yeah, in, oh, and you know, I 10 tried. years, this may be a problem. <laughs> Wait, Danielle, you tried? Yes! I would walk up juice. to him. And I'd, I'd walk up to him and be like, you want to know something? You want to hear, like, the two hottest words ever? And I'd go and i whisper in his ear, air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. I find it they, shocking. They didn't, show, they didn't show any of this, but... Danielle was trying to lure me in the boom boom room because they're conditioning. Because of the I was AC. like, I know no what this bugs. Is. I said this on a couple of weeks ago on our podcast. Like, I find it shocking that no one was in the boom boom room because Serena. I feel like on our season, so many people, like the boom boom rooms yeah. were occupied every night. Like oh, between Mari and Kenny and Marissa <laughs> and Riley, they would fight over the boom boom rooms of like which one was better, like which one. Yeah, they there want. was one that they both liked, and they yeah. would like fight, fight over, over who it. got it that night. And they would legit go and like put their clothes or their toiletries in the room early on to call like claim their space. And oh my god, like, genius! I I know, right? I'm like, damn, Thomas, like, we should have just gone in here to, like, get a little reprieve from the humidity. But, yeah, it was a hot commodity on our season. It seemed a little lonely this season. But I understand why you two didn't. I understand. We also didn't want that aired. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. That was very much my reasoning as well. And Mm -hmm. that would have been, like, the one, especially for you two, like, the clip that they would have kept re-showing and Mm re-showing. So, Oh, yeah, you would have made the trailer. You know, yeah, mom and dad thing. just in the boom boom mom room. and dad getting it on yeah, what right. is this season Monday yeah. night 17 central <laughs> mom and dad need a look too okay did you uh, feel, yeah. that's right speaking Amen. of mom and dad did you feel like you two were ever in mom and dad mode for any of the cast members down there like if somebody had too much to drink or was going through something did you like pull that role on for them I mean I <laughs> I feel like I was constantly being like asked things um for like support and 
And Shanae, I will say, is the only woman of, like, the castmates that would come up and be like, hey, you actually, you doing okay? You feeling okay? Like, it's okay if you're not, like, take some space. I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's sweet. She was actually, like, su- like the shoulder to cry on this season. Yeah. Like, I feel like I saw her comforting multiple women, which is just such redemption a such a pivot. Story. She really had that redemption moment. She's, she's, she's a really great person. Um, she knows exactly who she is and, you know, what she wants out of life. You know, she, I don't know. I, I've, I've got a lot of love. I mean, we both do. Uh, mm-hmm. for, and we still keep in touch with her. Who would yeah. you guys say you're closest to um, from, like, your cast, whether it was, like, from past seasons that you've been on or the season on Paradise? Oh, I mean, like, uh, Vanessa and I are still, like, super tight from my mm-hmm. season. Um, from this season, I'd say probably uh, Flo and, like, Jacenia. And like Shanae and I are probably like the closest um, or like that I still check in on, keep in touch with. Um, but great. Like a lot of a lot of good dudes on this season, I will say. Very, very strong male characters. So, yeah, I mean, I, I still keep up with people that went home night one from Katie's season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm still in touch with a lot of people like um Andrew Milkovich, you know, Garrett, uh, Connor, Costello, a lot of those guys, you know, I'm, I'm good friends with a lot of, I mean, anybody who was on Katie's season that was on Paradise, Justin, Aaron, James, um, Andrew. Yeah, but I was, I was really surprised with the character of the guys from Gabby and Rachel season too. You know, there, I mean, everybody was really getting along well when there wasn't you know, a dramatic storyline kind of unfolding. And the guys were really sharing their feelings and we're pretty dialed in. Yeah, we saw you guys kind of supporting Johnny when you were out there for the reunion. That seems like you guys kind of have a close bond. Were you upset that you couldn't be out there more? No. (laughs) (laughs) I those chairs are like the most uncomfortable chairs. They're the worst. Yes. The absolute worst. Um, my butt was already numb for the short time that we were out there. And it's such an emotional roller coaster. Like I needed days to recover after that reunion. Um, it was it was heavy. It, it was really mm-hmm. heavy. Um, but well, you guys, I mean, when you had your hot seat, Michael, you shared something that Danielle, your reaction was <laughs> priceless. It was like you could not make this stuff up when people are like, oh, like things are scripted or like we saw something coming. Like your reaction to when Michael told you that he loved you was so cute, so special. So you had correct, like, just correct me if I'm wrong. You had no idea that he was going to say that zero, on that stage. Zero idea. She had absolutely no idea. He's and like, I've never said I love you to a girlfriend like in like closer than like three years or like two to three years. That's, before that's, even said well, it. I mean, I've, I've only said it to one person my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, 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 I haven't said it to anybody in grade school or high school. <laughs> it was just, just Laura. Mm-hmm. And I always make this joke, like, you know, the word like I love you gets thrown around all the time. I mean, it does on the show, but just even in high school, you know, mm-hmm. like think about all the relationships that I've had in high school where the girl after like, 
you know, a month or so is like, I love you. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I just can't say it. And they just want to <laughs> strangle me. But I always wanted to save it, say it, you know, and save it for somebody that I really felt it for. And, you know, I'm not going to share the conversation we had, Danny, but there was there was a conversation that we had uh, about two weeks prior to that, that just, you know, everything made sense. And she's just an extraordinary person. I, I, I always think about this, you know, when they like, what is love? I think it's when you walk into the room with your partner and you know that everyone's looking at them and you're so, you know, proud to be by their side. And Danielle is 100% one of those people. It's someone I actually have one, I mean, tons of physical attraction. You're so beautiful, but you're, I don't know, you inspire me. You're motivating. Like I, I'm behind you, like every step of the way. Oh my um, God, you're going to make us Dan. all cry. I think Danny's crying. I think I'm tearing up. I'm Serena emotional. Be- I'm like, oh no, You can't I, do this right no, now. No, you do I don't mean to make people emotional, but like, you know that's why it is, I say You do an incredible uh, job of describing love. Like, I know. Really amazing, beautiful, like strong love. Like and I think your words like really touch people. Like I know... Beck and I are in both loving relationships and we're so happy to see you guys have found each other. And it just like mm-hmm. your words just resonate so well. Like you're amazing at articulating what is so it hard is. to articulate yeah. about love. Yes. yes I, I, thank you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> obviously from watching the season, you know, I, I get things wrong all the time and all of that. But it's it's one. Of, I should write creating cards. cards on the side. <laughs> you know, Um <laughs> But, but I, 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 think, I think, I think, I, yeah, right. I think some of it's because, you know, I felt it and because I don't throw it around like recklessly, um, mm-hmm. that I don't get it confused for what I believe it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it is very meaningful. And that's what I think is so powerful is like in that moment. And, and you know, I'm not Danielle. I wasn't the one receiving those words, but <laughs> I feel like everyone watching felt it. Like if he's going to say this after everything he's gone through, he is going to mean it. And that's, what's so mm-hmm. special. And, and like Thomas has met you, like, you know, Thomas knows you way better than I do. I've only met you a handful of times, but we both, when we were down in paradise and had the chance to see you both like we left and we were like man like we really hope those two work out like they're so cute together but they both have such big hearts and danielle i haven't Mm -hmm. had too many conversations with you but like we've we've dm'd in the past and i was like she's just a real one like there are people that come through this franchise that either want something or you know they do it for i I hate to say this but like the wrong reasons and you both i think have such pure hearts and pure intentions that the fact that you two met and now we're now together, that's just like, I mean, it's radiating through this podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that moment. And Daniel, I loved to like, I feel like you didn't even know how to react, or, like what to say. Like you were just like kind of frozen and like, I wanted you to just sit on that couch for a while and like give them a moment. Like don't go to the next commercial break. Like let them have this time because it was a lot to take in. But it was it was really special to see. I was been waiting for a natural segue for this and I haven't found one. So I'm just going to jump into this question. Danielle, you're moving. (laughs) 
<laughs> I am. I am. I actually, um, I had like two interviews today or like chats Ooh. with med spas up in, um, in Ohio and, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of interest. So I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, just trying to get the job locked down first. Don't look for apartments. Okay. Um, but yeah, hoping to be up there as soon as possible. Oh my gosh. So is that kind of the process right now is like, okay, we're going to find a job, then we'll look for an apartment. Yes. Do you have yeah. kind of like, you want to be walking distance, 20 minute drive? Like, is there proximity preferences to each other? You know, for me, it's like, I want to find the right job and right fit because that's always been really important to me. Like, even as um, like a single woman, you know, like you want you want your like security and like that's something that like I always want to maintain and like encourage is that like you know women need their own financial security and like Mm -hmm. you know put yourself first in like certain situations right amen girlfriend you see (laughs) girls of force totally support Um, that (laughs) yeah me too it's it's, Um, it's amazing so yeah I want to get the job locked down first like it really doesn't um matter if that's like closer to Akron, closer to Cleveland, and then I'll look for like the right apartment for that, for that space. But um, no, Michael and I have talked about that and we're just excited to be, you know, not eight and a half hours apart from each other. So Mm -hmm. dating in the same city, you know, a 30 minute commute is a lot better than than a flight or eight hour drive. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and there's, and there, we, you know, originally we, discussed like her living really close and when she first when she came a couple weeks ago I'm I'm like oh you can live right here like right behind me there's and then look there's a med spa right here and I'm like you're trying to confide me to like a point four mile radius yeah Yeah. you're like if it works it works I mean fair but I I mean in that I will find you (laughs) yeah that's you But but also there's there's this idea too that if if she got a uh, you know a cool loft or something in downtown Cleveland it's only 25 minutes from me then you mm-hmm. know James and I can have like you know staycations in the city we live kind of in a mm-hmm. suburb and we can expose him to you know a just you know different landscape and yeah. do yeah. all of that which I which as a kid those are memories you're going to remember forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun for him. So was this something like talking about not not cohabitating? Because obviously you're still going to have your own separate units. But was this conversation of potentially, Danielle, you moving to Ohio, like something that took place starting back on the beach? Or was it was it afterwards once you guys were removed from the show where you were like, okay, like we can see our lives (laughs) meshing together now. Like, let's make this change. Yeah, um, that's one thing that I've loved about our relationship so much is that we've really taken our time. We've um, gone at like our own pace, not not a pace that's being dictated by <clears throat> the show or like, you know, people's expectations. So the fact that we didn't have that pressure, but like it just kind of started coming up more and, you know, it's long distance, like it, it's either going to someone's got to move like you want to make it work and Mm -hmm. with um James having you know both sets of grandparents so much closer up there and the whole family system I'm like it does not make sense for you guys to move to Nashville I had already been like ready to leave Nashville for like the last year and a half two years or so so um I was excited 
mm-hmm. like no like this is this just makes sense right now and mm-hmm. um we really want to make sure and you know see if this thing is going to work and spoiler work spoiler alert totally is um <laughs> <laughs> but uh no it was really important to me to make sure like i had my own space and stuff too um because my relationship with james is really important and i would don't want to like just invade his space right away so when we were talking about moving up it was always no like i want to get my own place so mm-hmm. that i can keep building a relationship with both of you and not just you know be a roommate all of a sudden <laughs> so yeah yeah I, I mean again another thing i just admire about you know danny it's i, I it's so important to maintain your own individuality in a relationship mm-hmm. um it's so easy it, you know there's there's on one side where to become one in certain elements mm-hmm. um and in, in in certain ways but you know, you have to have your own life. You have to have your own passion. You have to have your own friends. You have to have your own, you know, um, you know, things that excite you, keep you young, things that you nurture, um, you know, and you put time in. And she has tons of those. And so, I don't, I don't know. She, she gets it. Um, and I, I can't wait till we. She moves up here. We're trying to like figure out that time frame. Shooting for February hopefully sooner um <laughs> but it's it'll be cool to just ha- like enjoy the mundane and begin yeah. you know building this life that we've just put on hold for so long mm-hmm. being able to come over after a long day at work and just get takeout or make a good meal and hang out oh man yes. not just have, have a glass of wine yes. get the feet up <laughs> on the coffee table and just do nothing it's the best yeah. yeah, that is a good feeling of not having yeah. to feel like, okay, we only have four days together. We have to make the most of every second and yes. just be like, we're just living life together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So special. Well, I can't wait to see like mm-hmm. what all unfolds in this next chapter for you both. One thing that I want to ask you and, you know, it's one thing to be living on the beach together on this show. It is paradise for a reason. <laughs> but what was like the biggest thing that you've learned about one another post filming that you really appreciate about one another or that you hate or that you hate too <laughs> I was trying to go positive but like, give, us the, give us the real tea too give us the pet peeves too <laughs> you can go first <laughs> this, this feels like a setup <laughs> Danielle's it's most beautiful she's flawless she has no no issues she's perfect whatsoever. she's pretty she's funny she's she cherries the ground she walks on um i know where this is going um <laughs> now I, I would i would say you know on the show i think if if you're uncomfortable on camera i feel like you're because you're really in it you know you're really thinking about life afterwards versus sometimes things can uh, feel performative mm-hmm. as a, mm-hmm. as a whole and we were both very much in it because we knew all that was at stake outside of this. Um, And, you know, a lot of the conversations that we had, you know, weren't aired and we're actually kind of cool with that because those were moments that we remember um, and that were special to us. Danielle, you know, outside of the show and everything that you saw in Paradise, she's funny as hell. Um, you know, she's, she's, you know, she's the type, this is one of the best ways to describe Danielle. 
She's the type of person that all her friends call like when they're sick and when they need help and all of that. Like she's the one that shows up. Um, And it's like, that's what you're looking for in a partner all the time. There are, are people that show up when it matters and people that answer the phone call when you need them. And she's always available. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I feel like that's so something sweet. that you definitely learn after the show too, because you're always available no matter what on the mm-hmm. show. You're on the same beach right. together. Nothing so like, but time. Yeah, really getting yeah. off and seeing how that prioritize that person prioritizes you and like how they treat their friends, how they prioritize their family. Like mm-hmm. that can be so special to see. Like I know I fell in love with Joe so much more, like seeing that aspect of him in mm-hmm. his life. Yeah, on the, on the show, everyone's, it feels like, not everyone, but it, it, we're all in presentation mode, you know, where who do we want to be? How do we want to be perceived? Like, what are the best qualities in us that we want to showcase to the world? Um, but then after the cameras are done, you know, running, your true self comes out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's that make or break point in all these relationships where you can't hide from yourself forever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you you can't be in presentation mode forever. The truth finds its way to the surface. And when Daniel Danielle's true self was coming to the surface, it was so much more beautiful and wonderful than anything I'd ever seen on the show. So mm-hmm. all of like the great moments that we have shared outside of paradise have been, I don't know, just so much more fulfilling and 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 great i don't know it's it's we're in a really good place oh i love this <laughs> that's amazing this listening to you two talk about each other makes me want to just like go squeeze thomas and tell him how much i love him too <laughs> you guys are definitely much Do more it. articulate than i am i'm just like i love you give me a hug <laughs> so, i can take notes so articulate i like oh my gosh I, I tell him now, like, after he told me he loved me, I was like, every time I told you you're my favorite, I was saying I love you. <laughs> oh. That's so sweet. <laughs> so sweet. Because I knew you weren't ready to hear it yet. Yeah. You're my favorite. And that's, and that's, an, that's another thing, too. Um, you know, obviously, Danielle and I, you know, shared a moment on the beach about our past and losing somebody. There is, it's it's so comforting knowing that, we both don't have to teach the person that we're with how complicated it is to go through grief. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, she gets it. I mean, she's farther along than I am. And it's, it's cool to be able to have this safe place where we can talk without judgment or insecurities. It's just mm-hmm. what we have to go through and process in order to become a better version of ourselves, and we we have a, we we established that early, and it's I don't know, yeah, I just blessed because it's yeah. it's difficult for anybody to understand how things change, you know, when you actually feel ready. Because the truth mm-hmm. is, you don't <laughs> until you keep going and you actually find that person that you want to be with. Mm-hmm. Um, everything mm-hmm. feels unattainable until the moment it doesn't or until the moment it does. Mm -hmm. And so like that, that was one of those aha moments for me because, you know, on the show, I did question whether or not I was ready, but it was just because I hadn't met 
Danielle and we didn't dive deeper and deeper and deeper into that. But Mm -hmm. once we started doing that, it was like, I am ready. I'm more ready than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the puzzle piece thing. Yeah. I was talking about this, like you just found that person that fit that you found acceptance with and that's something you both mm-hmm. deserve. It wasn't forced. No. no, but even with, you know, finding, you know, that puzzle piece and that like safety and that like grief is something that we're just like, it doesn't define us. And we talk about that all the time, but like it's something yes. that we live with mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it like, and Michael knows this, like there's different things that have come up even you know it's been 12 years since nick had passed away but there's still things that come up that you know make you feel scared or wonder and like you have to like keep kind of talking yourself through um like what you know to be true like in Mm -hmm. these moments and like focusing on that um but yeah no it's a really really i want to i want to highlight i want to highlight what she's saying here just for anybody listening there is, we all do this sometimes where we focus on a part of our life that is least fulfilled. And then that feels like our entire life. And Danielle actually taught me this where you, you know, when you feel lost or you don't feel like you have this complete life because uh, there are certain pieces that are out, out of balance. She actually taught me how to you know, list out the things that you know to be true. Like you have family, you have friends, you are supported, like you are loved, like you are smart, like like all of these things that help it you. So simple, but it's it's so it's so simple, but when you're <clears throat> lost in that kind of depression or doubt, it mm-hmm. it it brings you back to the truth that mm-hmm. you know you're not alone, that you have more than you ever thought you did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it creates an energy and a sense of hope. Yeah. it's It helps you not just fix it on that one thing that you feel is missing or lacking. And I think it's really special that you two have found each other because, like you said a little bit ago, Michael, you didn't have to teach the other person of, like, what grief feels like. You both just understand and have, I would say, a maybe not like a level of patience, but you have that... Like just like this understanding and this foundation to build off of where you're like, you know, I'm going to have my days. You're going to have your days. We're going to feel grief different times in different capacities, but you're still going to mm-hmm. be by each other because you both have been through it. And I think that yeah. that's really special, especially for you to just have going through so much prior to meeting each other. I think that's why like seeing you two together now and seeing this love story unfold, like I'm just so happy I was able to watch it as a viewer selfishly, but <laughs> I can't uh-huh, even imagine what it feels like for you both. Um, but Danielle, what what uh, did you learn about Michael or your biggest pet peeve, if you will, of him? We need to we need to <laughs> take him down a notch. I feel like we've been building Michael up so much. We got to humble him a little uh-huh. bit. <laughs> Y'all, it's hard to humble this man, and believe me, I want to. But um, oh come on, does he like not unload the dishwasher? Like, there's got to be something. <laughs> he leaves the toilet I'm, I'm seat up. I'm bad at I'm bad at it. That. Does leave the toilet seat up, and so does James, or James pees on the seat. But currently, <laughs> currently I'm. I mean, in our defense, we are in an all-male household. 
You are. That is All true. I get it. It's going to have to change one day, maybe soon-ish, but... <laughs> <laughs> right now, you're going to have to I'm, suffer, I'm Danielle. I'm of, of change and learning. I can, I can do it. I know. I know. He got out of his own way, y'all. He, like, told me he loved me, so... Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. We can't really complain about the toilet She's like, seat. Baby we got steps, that. I love baby you. Steps. Baby steps. Baby yeah, steps. Yeah, go, go for it. What are, what are real pet peeves? We've known each other long enough. Well, I hate, I hate when people ask that because then I'm like, then I feel put on the spot and then I can't think of anything. It is so hard. It's such a hard question. But I just have, like, I have to say, and I feel like I say this all the time, but the thing that I was honestly most shocked by was Michael as a father and, like, shocked in a good, in, like, a very good way. Because, Mm -hmm. like, I've seen, you know other men you know in my life and they're incredible fathers like don't get me wrong my dad is an incredible dad um but actually watching michael parent is like like made me fall like so much more in love with him it was inc- it's an it's like really cool to see <laughs> it really is, you know. I mean, like, oh, now here, kids, here, his tears are coming. I, I know. Love this. Oh, oh, she knows but how like, to get me. But like, kids, kids struggle. You know, kids have some times where like they might feel, um, you know, like stressed about something or like scared about something. And he is like the most calming, like validating force. And he's really had to be both, you know, have both, you know motherly qualities if you want to call it that um and fatherly qualities like he's had to embody both parts in this and it's just really it I, turns me on like it's you're like a great dad <laughs> uh that's the that's the greatest compliment i could ever get and i you know i remember when laura passed away i remember like getting to this point where you know i'm looking at my son he's two years old and i remember like saying cancer took so much from us already i'm not gonna let it take anymore mm-hmm. and so you know it's kind of this vow and given i have so many flaws i come up short literally every single day mm-hmm. um you know it's it's really the effort and the intention that i try to parent with where I don't want James to ever use this tragedy as an excuse why he can't, you know, reach his potential. You know, it's like, I don't, it's, it's, it's a major disruption. And, you know, that's an idea, but the way that that's executed throughout the day is exhausting. You've got to be like crazy patient. You have to be able to explain things. Um, but there's nothing more important. There's nothing I could do during the day that I don't know, trumps that. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, and Danielle's really good too. She's great at reading books (laughs) and things. (laughs) She's amazing. Oh, I have no doubt. She is an incredible woman to now finally be part of James's life. And it's, it's really special to hear you both build each other up. I think not we don't hear that often enough. And so I'm glad that we were able to have you both on to be each other's hype partners, if you will. <laughs> um, Total hype partner. I love this. Okay. So 
For anyone going or wanting to go onto paradise in the future, what is a bit of advice that you would each give to someone? Mm. You are never too old. The fine love. Yes. I I would say go in with an open heart and like willing to be surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mm-hmm. I think there's you know sometimes people are trying to control what is really uncontrollable. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. control who you fall in love with or who you're attracted to in the real world. Mm-hmm. It just happens. And, and so you definitely cannot control anything happening down on that beach. Yeah. Why, right. why try to do it in an environment that's even more out of your control? So, you know, make sure when you go down there, you know who you are as a person, you know, you know what you're kind of looking for. It's, it's, it's an, you have to over communicate. I think mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. a lot down there more so. Um, but it's a wonderful experience. I loved it. Um, I loved waking up on the beach. I loved, you know, a lot of, a lot of the younger guys were like, we're not getting any sleep. We're so tired. It's like, man, you know, we just got a solid four hours. What do we have to do today? Like go to the pool, drink. You're like, I'm a dad. I know like, what, a, what a lack people. of sleep like, is. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like I get it. It's exhausting. It is. But like there are worse things to do. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I feel it. We'll just um, take that recording and we'll send it to all future Paradise contestants. Yeah, we'll see yeah. Yeah. No, when they're in quarantine. Yeah. 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 And drink drink lots of water. Lots of lots yeah. of water. So Pedialyte. Much water. Hydrated. Body weight in water. Yes. Is there yeah. is there a moment from Paradise, whether it be like funny, sentimental, whatever, um, that wasn't shown between the two of you together or separately that you were like oh like I love that moment I wish it was shown or like this is something that like was really special that we didn't get to share with people uh I think there's a couple and Michael's gonna say our painting date um that he set up for me um because we have this uh we were saying now we are watching the sunset and our biggest thing is like we just don't want to forget any memories because we know how important those are so we like to like document those mm-hmm. and he set up this painting date and I have it it's like propped up over on my wall because I still don't have it framed yet but we painted the sunrise or sunset um but one of my favorite moments was uh I had like <laughs> almost passed out earlier I had so much leg swelling it was un real oh did you have like the ankle swelling oh my god no it was like my up to my like knees like my it was so bad it was so bad anytime they weren't filming i was like laying down wrapped my legs they were Mm -hmm. laying up a wall um but like i had spent like the whole day like like sleeping in air conditioning basically Mm -hmm. to just kind of like try and catch up and he came up after it and um we were just like cuddled up on like the it was one of the day beds up in like the holding room for like new arrivals mm-hmm. in like that little area. Yeah. And it just felt so like I'd, I'd missed you all day. You know, I hadn't seen you and we just kind of like cuddled up and laid and just felt so safe and happy again. So, mm. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Nice. Those are both we, really little good. Little moments ones. like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It well, what, brings you back home. We we had we had so many moments, and just to elaborate on on the painting, there was a earlier conversation that Danielle and I had where, you know, we were talking about you know Nick and Laura, and just the reality that when you lose somebody that you share so much history with, you also lose those memories with them. You know, inside jokes don't land the same anymore. Um, There's an era of your life that, you know, you can say that you carry it in your heart, but it certainly doesn't feel that way because you can't reminisce and bring it back to life with the person you shared it with. Mm -hmm. And so we were constantly talking about the importance of preserving memories, uh, you know, between us. And so we, you know, cementing them in our life so we don't forget them. And that was just this beautiful conversation um, that was never aired. I'm actually always glad things are not aired where some people are like, I wish they would have shown this. I like the fact that they're ours. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I like the fact they don't have to be shared because everything feels when you're on there, you know, it's the Truman Joe, you feel like you yeah. have to share everything. And when you mm-hmm. share everything, then everybody has an opinion on everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just this pure little moment that we both enjoyed and at a, a time that just felt right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I want to see this painting one day. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah get a frame. It sounds like oh, a beautiful be moment. Yeah, and I, I will attest, Michael, I most of our conversations that I had with Thomas last year on that beach never made it to the light of day. And part of me is so relieved because I was like, this was actually, actually us just talking about like real life things, sometimes boring things like that would mm-hmm. never make it to TV because no one wants to hear us talk about it. But like <laughs> real life stuff that's so important that makes it so much more special. But like also for you in a relationship, it's so needed. But yeah, it's it's good that it was just between you and you don't have to open up that can of worms to the world for everyone to be like, right. well, I would do it was something beautiful. different. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. And, it, yeah. we, you know, we we had a lot of we had a lot of those. And, you know, I everything that we shared on the beach was wonderful. Everything we shared outside of that has been 10 times better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, those types of memories, like, I don't I don't know. We're we're. Like she's moving up here, it's it's more exciting than I can even articulate. Mm-hmm. It just feels like the begin beginning of something incredible, and mm-hmm. things are finally like taking shape. And that's and how it should feel. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's more unknowns, and like I always end up getting in my way, sometimes overthinking things, and I'm go- going back to this place of simplification you know if it feels right run with it and it feels right oh i love that i feel like the show encompasses so many different things obviously like it's a show about finding love but then there's a lot of other components to it as well a lot of other Mm -hmm. components that get attention or highlighted which is understandable it's a show but it is so nice to talk to you guys and just like really relish in like the love that comes out of it and like the good that comes out of it and celebrate that and have you guys here today and just see like you know two people having found each other through this crazy experience which is something that beck and i can relate to but seeing it with you two just very deserving kind genuine people just like warms my heart like crazy thank you thank you so much um okay 
Well, Michael, you've done this with me before because you were a recent guest on Happy Hour. And Serena and Danielle, I don't think either of you have done this. But we've added this like little portion at the end. Uh, Basically, we love to share resources. We think it's very important to share it with our listeners and our followers. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll start just to kick it off and then we'll go around. Um, The one that I'm going to share this week, it's actually, it's just an Instagram account. And the account is at this is Des, or sorry, at underscore this is Des with a Z, D-E-Z. Basically... Des Wilson is a creative director and his account is so cool, so impactful. I started following him. I was just scrolling through and basically what he does is he reimagines characters from like popular movies and shows and and places black characters in what was once a white character or a white TV show. Oh, cool. um, so basically like the recent ones he's done is like the Adams family. Um, I believe he did Harry Potter, Twilight. And I think it's good for everyone, but especially like younger kids to see maybe mm-hmm. their favorite movies or shows or characters replaced with black characters. Cause that obviously is real life. And so again, mm-hmm. his account is at underscore. This is Des with a Z. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I haven't seen anything quite like that on Instagram that I've come across. And so I figured that was a fun one to share. Um, Serena, cool. I'm going to have you go up next, girl. All right. Um, that's so cool. I didn't know that existed. I'm going to go check that out after. Um, I really want to share this book that I read in uh, when we were waiting to go on Paradise. And I can't remember the name, so maybe I'll send it to you, Becca, and it can get highlighted another time. Um, but I follow this account called blackowned.to, and it basically highlights um, small Black-owned businesses in Toronto or the greater Toronto area. Um, So if you're looking to shop small Black-owned businesses, it just makes it really easy. I believe they have a storefront in Scarborough Town Centre for all my GTA listeners. Um, But yeah, they're they're great. They're an Instagram account. um, And they just, yeah, you can shop online. You can shop in store. Um, I believe they highlight the actual businesses pages as well. If you want to shop directly there, um, I should really find a New York one now that I'm here so much, but um, they're, they're a great account for people yeah. looking. I love that. Thank you. Awesome. That's fantastic. Okay. And who wants Danielle, Michael, who wants to take it away? Um, I have, um, well, this is more related to healthcare workers and burnout and the trauma and stuff that they've experienced the last uh, couple of years working Uh, through the pandemic, but um, a friend of mine started an organization called Don't Clock Out, um, and it's a a resource for um, nurses and healthcare workers that are struggling. It highlights the um, physician and nurse suicide rates um, and really helps to provide more resources for, for healthcare workers. So that's called Don't Clock Out, and it's at... Yeah, it's at don'tclockout.org is their Instagram. And I can send that over to you guys. But All right. Cool. Thank you, Danielle. Yeah, no problem. And last but not least, Mr. Michael. Um, yeah, I recently from a friend got a book recommendation. It's called Blind Spot. It's Hidden Biases for Good People. And it's pretty much what it is. Um, the fact that we all have these particular biases in our life. And 
they're not truths. They're just things that have found their way into our mind in one way or the other. And this book, you know, what the way it's been described to me kind of pulls that out, allows you to recognize that they do exist and that if you do want to grow into a better person, a more inclusive person, um, identifying them first uh, is, is, is the first step. Um, and so I'm really excited to jump into it. I mean, I think sometimes the older that you get, the more you think you know. And you need to approach life with a little bit more curiosity and, and grace and understanding and realize that the experience that we have as individuals isn't the same one that everyone shares. And so if we're going to do anything, um, it's to try to at least be empathetic and try to be an advocate uh, for those, you know, disenfranchised or those that are disadvantaged, um, you know, by birth. Um, and we have a responsibility to kind of uplift everybody. It's better for them. It's better for the community. And the things you learn along the way are lessons you'll keep forever. I love that. So Blind Spot, yeah. what was I think the I've, I think subtitle? I've heard of that book, actually. I think I've, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's called it's called Blind Spot Hidden Biases for Good People. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible. I'm adding yeah. that to my Goodreads list as we speak because Yes. And I love the the subtitle of that like Hidden Biases for Good People. I think it's so easy for somebody and and we've seen it time and time again where something happens or there's an issue and a scandal and people are like oh, they meant well, or, you know, they had good intentions, or they're still a good person. And like, that can all be true. But you can also still have these hidden biases, and still be very ignorant, or yeah. careless mm -hmm. with what you say and what you do. And so that I, I'm gonna suck up on that. Thank you. Well, great. Well, thank you both for sharing those. And thank you to Serena. And now is the fun part before we have you go. You've done this before, Michael and Danielle. Again, this is your first time, but this should be the fun one. Uh, okay. We always ask our listeners to share their rose and thorn. And this time you can do your full entire experience of paradise because obviously we've seen it all air now. Um, so basically like your favorite best moment and then maybe one that was a little messy. So whoever wants to start, take it away. All right. Um, you know, uh, my rose, I would say, obviously, it is meeting Danielle um, and developing that relationship. Looking back and seeing how awkward it was for us to finally meet in person, there was a lot of pressure on both of us because we had talked like briefly in the past because we had shared this, but we'd never met. So it was like, there's a lot on the line here. We could lose each other as friends if things don't go right like is there that romantic you know connection between us and you know when she came down it was the beginning there was physical attraction and then as the whole thing went forward to where we are today like we developed that kind of chemistry mm -hmm. and you know my my thorn as a whole you know would be you know, the I, I would say probably, I don't know this, maybe the sleeping conditions of, <laughs> of the bunk beds. I was on I was on the top bunk of okay. um, the guy's dorm and there was a massive like five foot snake living above me. There were <gasps> bugs falling on me. This? Yes. Oh, yeah, it was it, it was absolutely crazy. Um, so that was definitely my thorn. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Five foot snake, mm-hmm. you had yeah, I mule. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. I what about you, Danielle? Um, I think my rose was probably the first rose that I actually got from Michael and he quoted back to me the song lyrics from that I mentioned to him of a song that was really important to me um, by Grace Potter after uh, Nick had passed and uh, Thorn definitely um, like I mean Dr. Carr, Dr. Dom there was like if we weren't in the jungle right now I'd be tapping your knees to relieve all the fluid that was on them but you know you'll end up with an infection in your joints if I do that Oof. here. So <laughs> no knee um, tapping. No oh, knee car. tapping. Yeah. Yeah. My girl my girl can carry water, let me tell you. <laughs> they were so big. And everyone like, was like, I don't crazy. I don't get it. I was like, my legs do not normally look like this. Uh was it painful? It hurt. My skin yeah. was so tight and like Oof. it was like throwing the stability of like my knee joints off. So it felt like it was just like constantly like this. It just it was so painful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That does not sound pleasant. But honestly, like if and those all the are stairs. Your... Oh yeah. Well, thank you both for being here on a happy hour. It was it really was such a pleasure to have you both together. You're somebody yeah. you're a couple that we wanted right after the finale and I know life was crazy. So I'm so glad we got you on now. But thank you both. Yes, thank I feel you. so lucky I got to guest oh. host this episode oh and be here Serena, with you guys so today. Here. We and let us so know much. when you're in Chicago because I'd oh, love to see you guys. If you are ever in California, please let me and Tommy know. We would love to have oh you my God. come out please, with us. We'll take amazing. you out. We'll be a place oh, to stay anytime. So, yes. yes. We're love wishing you guys, guys the best. You guys are yes. wonderful. So, Danielle, before we let you go, I know that you have your podcast. Do you want to let all of our listeners know where they can find you on social and on yeah. your podcast? Yeah. Um, I would be so over the moon. Um, the WOMED podcast, I started to support uh, women and um, members of like the LGBTQ communities and stuff in healthcare. It's a very supportive, very inclusive, very beautiful space. Um, and it is at the WOMED. You can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find me at DMLB. All right. Thank you. Hey. And just, just to confirm, that's at W-O-M-E-D, correct? Yes. W-O-M-E-D. Yeah. Well, sounds good. Go Yay. Listen. Everyone go check her and her podcast out. Awesome. Thanks guys so much. They're such a lovely couple. Oh my gosh. They I was honestly so choked up for most of that episode. I think we all were. Oh my god. Because gosh. everyone kept starting to cry and I was just like, oh my God. I really don't get emotional watching The Bachelor. That's probably not a shocker to most people, but watching their story really um just like got to me and the moment with them with the compass and then them at the finale, like all the mm-hmm. waterworks and mm-hmm. they're just both such great people and i just i love that they found each other and that they're happy and they found love really yeah yeah i've heard i've heard thomas rave about michael for so long and, and oh my god they were on the same season yeah i they didn't were. even put that together and they, i was and like they, how did they know each other so well all all from the same season and and like they stayed in contact like they've been in touch like thomas mm-hmm. i think helped um, not promote, but like back up one of Michael's charities, I want to say. But yeah, Michael's always been such a sweetheart. Like we've had him on the podcast several times, but knowing who he is and getting to have him on here a few more times and then like knowing what Thomas says about him, it just like he's just a good dude. Like everyone that I've talked to about 
that talks about Michael, like he just has a pure heart. And like same with Danielle, like she's such a, a kind person. And to hear Michael just really reiterate that and like say how incredible of a friend and a family member and a partner she's been. I think it's so special. Yeah, it was a good one. And I love having you on, Serene. I miss you. I know. I miss you too. It's so good to come back and hang out with you, Becca, and chat and reconnect with all the listeners. So thank you for having me. You know, if you ever need a guest host, I'm here. Yeah, it was a blast. Thank you. As always, you are welcome back whenever you want. We absolutely love you. And I really just hope that we can see you and Joe sometime in person soon. It's I know. Been too long. I feel like we haven't seen you guys in forever. Yeah. Truly. We'll plan sometime something. Soon. After the holidays, mm-hmm. once everything dies down, we'll, we need to get out to New York. Like we've been saying yes, that. Yes. You've been um, saying that for a year. You have to I come know, out. I know. So it's in the, it's in the book. So we're going to definitely try maybe early next year, but. Yay. That would be um, so fun. Yeah. So a huge shout out to Michael and Danielle for being here and also to all of our Bachelor Happy Hour listeners. Thank you for joining us every week. And don't forget, casting is now open for men to date our next Bachelorette. I have no idea who it is, but if you are single or if you know somebody who is single, please go to the website to nominate or apply. And that site is at bachelornation.com slash apply. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can find us at, at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you will find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And for all of you Prime members out there, you can listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can also listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And Becca, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks, Serena. And everyone, we'll see you next week. Cheers. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest-growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.